We get people just come off the street or people from all over call us and just want advice. Uh, where should I go? Why, why is this happening to me? Uh, this is what was not told to me when I bought this plan from a guy somewhere across the country, <laughs> which is another issue. We get a lot of uh, people, call centers, that are calling people and trying to get them into uh-huh. plans. And they don't understand Western Kansas and, and the networks, and that becomes a problem. And a lot of the services went overseas. Open enrollment Medicare plans is coming up. I'm Becky Kaiser with Eagle Radio and Hayes Post, and I'll be talking with Gene Stramwell from IPI Financial Services about Medicare on this episode of the Post Podcast. Here we are once again, a year later. It's that time where everybody will start looking at their Medicare health plans and their Medicare drug plans. And there again, we do have uh, open enrollments, which are set by Medicare. Uh, and during those open enrollments, which for this year, it's October 15th through December 7th, uh, during that time frame, people can look at what they got uh, when it comes to the drug plans. They also can look at the Medicare health plans that they've got. And during that time period, they can change their plans. They can leave them alone. Um, but this is very important to the seniors out there or anybody that's on Medicare to make sure they're going to be in the best program available for 2024. Now, as somebody who's right on the precipice of being being an older person and looking at Medicare, is this an opportunity where you can initially sign up or do you have to already be enrolled and then look at changes that might be good for you? If you're not Medicare, you're not a Medicare age and you don't have your Medicare Part A, Part B, you, you are not eligible for these programs. But we do get a lot of people that are looking even a year down the line. They're coming into the office and say, okay, what can I expect? What am I looking at? What, what are the coverages? Uh, I may be working under a group plan. I may be on my own individual plan. So I need to see what's going to happen. What is the cost? What is my coverage? That type of thing. So we get a lot of people will come in anywhere from six months to a year out and just to get some ideas what's going to be best for them. We think about, you know, people my age who are uh, looking at this because they're nearing retirement. But as you mentioned, people are looking ahead. It's not a bad idea to, you know, once you start getting into, I don't know, maybe even your 50s, it's not a bad idea to look ahead and start just generally planning to have something in mind and some local help. Yes, absolutely. Planning is key with just about everything, especially when it comes to insurance um, and, you know, retirement accounts, those type of things. People um, need to be looking at what's happening down the line when I retire. Am I going to have enough money? Same way with Medicare. You know, they're going to have to look at that and say, okay, what are my options out there? What plans do I need to go into? Some people may still be working and are covered under a group plan, and they may work past age 65, so maybe they're not wanting to go on to Medicare. Maybe they want to stay on their group health plans. So there's all kinds of different avenues to go down and we just got to make sure we sit with the consumer give them what's best for them and that's always the key is what's best for them every once in a while this pops up we hear i i don't know if i should call it a rumor or not but we hear that medicare is not going to be around by the time i'm ready to retire are people coming to you concerned about that uh no not really i mean it's a political thing uh-huh. Um, you know, depends on which aisle you sit on. Some <laughs> people will say, hey, Social Security won't be around. Medicare won't be around. I don't see that. That is a huge, huge, when you're talking Medicare, you're talking about the seniors' health plans. 
And uh, number one, you don't want to make seniors angry at you or or any changes because (laughs) they voted the ballot box. And so if they feel like someone is wanting to change their Medicare, their Social Security, I guarantee you they get into the ballot box and say, you know, we don't want this. So, you know, they're going to vote for their candidates that's going to support them. We know they're definitely a stronghold. Let's back up to the very beginning, so to speak, Gene, and talk about Medicare. Where does that money come from? Where did the plan initiate? Um, The Medicare, we have Medicare basically comes out of our paychecks. So when you you open your paycheck up and you look at all the deductions, you know, you are paying into Medicare. And so when you retire and you go on to Medicare, you have Part A, Medicare, which is going to be your hospital side, um, that is going to be, you paid enough taxes in, so you're getting coverage there. Your Medicare Part B is if you are wanting Medicare Part B, that is going to be your outpatient items. There you do have to buy that from Medicare. Um, so depending on your situation, whether you're still working or going on the Medicare, um, partially the Part A is paid by what you already paid in in taxes. Part B you'll have to pay for. So that's how that's all funded. And uh, so they got money coming in from the Part B side from you, the consumer, and you've, they've got your taxes over the years when you worked. You talk about purchasing, which makes me think of advertising. And I'm one of those people who enjoys the programming on television that's geared towards baby boomers and the old shows. And every commercial, it seems like, is aimed at a baby boomer or somebody approximately that age about Medicare and, and Social Security, but particularly right. Medicare seems like everybody and their dog has Medicare available for you. Right. Um, right now, we're going to start seeing those commercials become more frequent because the open enrollment. So when you're watching um, your favorite TV program, we talked about that. Some of the stations that run some of the older programming, um, where a lot of seniors love to watch, you're going to see a ton of Medicare ads. Your Medicare Advantage ads, your Medicare Part D, they'll give you a telephone number you can reach out. And, you know, they will help you try to determine whether this plan is good for you or what plan is good in your county for you. So, yes, advertising is a huge, huge market out there for these companies. And so you'll see it on programming. Uh, You'll see it on the news. That's a big also. Another market is the nightly news. Uh, You also will see uh, on you'll get emails. You will get stuff in the mail that just addresses all this. People get inundated with so much, they're getting confused. So you and I were talking earlier that um, it's good to get information, but it doesn't necess- it's kind of generic. It doesn't right. necessarily apply to you and your medical resources and the part of the country that you live right. in. And you know that uh, that's why it's so important to have someone like you to be able to go to and specifically help people out. Medicare Advantage programs, Medicare drug plans are based on your county across the nation. So we have plans in Ellis County, but there's also plans in Russell County. They can have a whole different set of plans in Russell County versus Ellis County. Who decided that, that it goes county by county? Um, Medicare, um, Medicare has decided when they put these programs together, it's based on, number one, population. Ah, uh-huh based on income um, of your county. So you get some plans in some of the counties that are a little bit lower income uh, on average. They may have some better plans for those counties. 
Um, they have some plans designed like Wichita, Kansas City, that are people are on Medicaid and Medicare. They have specialty plans for that. So in Ellis County, we have no plans for that. So they're dealing more with an area in which there's lower income, people are on Medicaid, those type of things. So that's how that's determined. And so it is very confusing because we can have a plan in Ellis County that they don't have in Russell County. I bet that's really, you know, when we think right. of this being such a, a one giant community right. in Northwest Kansas, but right. when it comes to this, it depends on the county you live in. And exactly. And it's amazing the difference between the plans in just the local counties around. Um, like I said, Russell County is, is a great example because they have lots of plans over there. And we don't have near the plants here in Ellis County. So it's kind of strange how that works. Interesting. They've got that all figured out. Um, But you got to be really aware because of the fact um, your doctors may not be in the networks. Your hospital may not be in the networks. So you can have a plan that looks really good to you. But if your doctor doesn't take it and the hospitals don't take it, uh, then it becomes a problem. Doesn't doesn't do you as much good as you thought it would. How would you find that out then that that providers aren't taking Uh, it? If you come see us, we'll, we'll steer you in that right direction. We'll, we have ways to show you what doctors are in your network. Um, they can also do it online. So if somebody's computer savvy, they can go find a network provider. So if they're with a certain company, they can go to that company website. They can look for providers in your, based on your zip code area, and they'll tell you who's all involved in the network, hospitals and doctors. So it's, there, it, it's pretty easy to find that with with everything it is today, but you got to be really careful about that because many of the, especially Western Kansas, a lot of doctors and hospitals do not belong to these Medicare Advantage networks. They, they personally don't like those plans um, because of uh, lots of out-of-pocket at claim time, and if you're using a out-of-network, you get penalized. So mm. it, it becomes a big issue when it comes to claim time. How many people do you estimate, Gene, that you are helping per year? I mean, what what is your customer base? Do people just walk in, or do you have repeat customers? We have repeat customers uh-huh. we've had for years. We look at their plans every year to make sure they're in the right plan. Sure. Uh, we get people just come off the street, or people from all over call us and just want advice. Uh, where should I go? Why Why is this happening to me? Uh, this is what was not told to me when I bought this plan from a guy somewhere <laughs> across the country, which is another issue. We get a lot of uh, people, call centers, that are calling people and try to get them into uh-huh. plans. And they don't understand Western Kansas and, and, and the networks, and that becomes a problem. And a lot of the services went overseas. And so when somebody's trying to have a – is currently having a problem, then they want to call the company. Well, their customer service many times overseas. Well – they can't understand them. They don't understand that you, could, or you don't sure, understand that them. Difficult. So that's why we come in, and if somebody calls me and says, "Hey, why is this happening to me? Why this bill um, is? Why am I getting this bill? Why is this claim not being paid correctly?" We can research that for them and and tell them what's happening. And so uh, that is one a plus of using a local um, agent um, is that you'll have somebody here locally to answer all your questions and help you out. Do you have a typical client, Gene, or is everybody different depending on their the life that they've lived? Well, I, it's fairly typical. I, you know, we get a we're, we see a lot of people retiring right now. People are, are uh, uh, 
uh, anxious to get into the world of retirement, and so we. Well, and there's a surge them. with baby boomers. We're such a big Absolutely. generation, so. and there's some are designed to hey to continue to work, mm-hmm. so they're going to stay on their group plan. They're going to wait until they leave their employer, and say, hey, then I'll come across the Medicare. But right now, I'm going to continue to work. So we're facet. We work with all the facets of, of people. You know. People who need some information or are planning ahead, what's the best way to get hold of you and find out how you can help them? Best way is just, uh, I'm going to give you a telephone number with Insurance Planning Financial Services. My number, 625-0837. That is my direct number. Um, of course, 785 is the area code. Um, you can also go online to our website. Uh, we're part of insurance planning. So if you call the, the main office, it'll get over to us. So uh, just insurance planning, you can look it up on the website. And also we'll have some information on there. We've got some videos on there about Medicare and what you should and shouldn't be doing. So there's a ton of information on our website. That'd be a good place to start. Absolutely. And then come in with your questions. Correct. You were telling me you've been doing this a while. Have you have you seen it all? <laughs> just about. Just about. Uh, the, the nice thing about thing there. There's always changes. Sure. Um, Medicare is changing things again this year with how some of the plans are working. There's some plans in the future to uh, work with trying to get medication costs down um, because there's some medications that they're really trying to get. Yeah, extremely. You got some meds that are 500 to 1,000 a month. They're trying mm-hmm. to work to, to negotiate that, get some of these costs down. So it changes every year. That's one thing. That's okay. I like change. So, as long as it benefits the consumer, 